1: Hello and welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. My name is Chris Conway and today we're running the ruler over a handful of stocks that are trading at a discount. Are they right for the picking or are they value traps? To answer those questions, we're joined by Reece Bertels from Martin Curry and Hamish Tadjil from SJ Hiscock. Welcome, gents. We'll start with you, Reece. The first stock
2: is CleanAway. Is it a buy, hold, sell for you? Uh, for us, at best, it's a hold. Um, it, for a number of years, pre-COVID, it was growing very strongly as an M&A roll-up and really had some growth tailwinds. Since that time, it's, it doesn't really have the opportunities to do m anymore to, to add to it. It's a very capital-intensive business. Um, it's trading at a big premium after that big re-rate over its strong period of time, and there's really quite high expectations of improvement required to get to the price. Um, so we think it's a hold. Hamish,
1: the stock is a waste management business, of course. It's down around 13% year-to-date for you.
0: Is it a buy, hold or sell? So we'd probably say it's a buy. We see it as a, a high-quality business infrastructure type uh, characteristics. We've got a new management team in there, and it's got strong parallels to us of um, you know, brambles and the sort of the turnaround that's gone re- there in terms of it's a network business. Uh, we've got a new management team that's coming in, and I think there's some strong operational improvement initiatives that they're putting in place. Um, Secondly, I think that there's still recovery from COVID going on, Um, they were impacted particularly on the labour side and I think they're sorting some of those issues out. And thirdly, they are investing um, or have invested in a number of initiatives like FOGO and uh, and the like and some of the M&A that Reese has talked about, we still think the benefits and growth uh, to come through there over the next few years, so we think it's a buy.
1: Next up, we're talking QBE insurance. It's one of the most talked about stocks on the market right now. Hamish, I'll stay with you. Buy, hold, sell.
0: Uh, we're a buy. Um, we think that QBE's uh, in a bit of a sweet spot at the moment in terms of uh, benefiting from rising interest rates and that's helping you know, improve technical reserves and um, for the you know, first time in a long time in that business. Uh, it's also benefiting from the uh, global um, insurance hardening cycle. Uh, which we still think has got some way to run. Uh, and then thirdly, there is um, some good restructuring initiatives and simplification of the US business that's been going on um, getting out of some of the, uh, focusing more on the mid-market and getting out of some of the uh, insurance classes that have proved you know, difficult over, um, over the recent past.
1: We're certainly all paying a lot more for insurance. Uh, Reese, the stock is up around 16% so far this year. Broker targets still sit well above that. How do you feel about it? Is it a buy, hold or sell for you?
2: It's a buy as well. I mean, the only thing rising faster than the share price is the earnings. So the PE has actually been falling. It's now on uh, around nine times earnings for FY24. So um, agree with many of the themes. The, the premium rate environment has been very strong given catastrophes, in the inflation dynamic causing cost of insurance um, generally to rise. So they're really benefiting from that strong top line growth. And one of the things we really like um, in this business is the appointment of a really experienced CEO who's really um, focusing on rectifying the problems in the business. And it's so important insurance to be on top of the detail and to get those claims sorted out and to be in the right lines. And then the industry backdrop in the the US peers um, just reported 10% rate increases, um, low 90% um, type combined ratios. And that would be very positive for QBE's earnings going forward if they continue that. So a double buy on QBE.
1: The Lottery Corporation is next up, Australia's largest lottery operator. Of course, it benefits when uh, those $50 million jackpots uh, hit, the, uh, hit the airwaves and everyone's out buying a
2: ticket. Reese, I'll stay with you. Is it a buy, hold or a sell? Uh, it's a buy for us. We see it as one of the few ways to play um, the digital online transition remaining in the market. So, you know, it has those long-term lottery licences that give it a monopoly position in the, in the East Coast. Um, those licenses allow it to benefit from that digital transition. Um, they can imp- increase the prices of their tickets, um, which is great for their revenue, but it also drives bigger pools mm-hmm. and drives more customers. Um, and then they're getting better margins as more of their tickets are sold online. So um, we see it as a nice stable business. It's, you know, it, it doesn't cause any harm for people to buy a bit of fun, and you know, especially in, in tougher economic times. So we see it as quite resilient and be able to grow dividends. Hamish, the stock is down two percent year to date, but it has fallen from around five thirty in
1: uh, sorry five dollars thirty in August, now trading around four forty. For you, is it a buy, hold, or sell?
0: Look, it's it's probably a hold for us at the moment. Um, but I agree with many of the things that that, that Rhys said. We think it's a very high quality business, um, and you know attracted to the sort of the growth. It's you know over a long period of time. Uh, generated sort of three or four percent sort of growth and higher at times when it's brought out new game releases and the like. We also uh, are very attracted to de-mergers as we often think that they allow for the realization of value um, that wasn't previously appreciated. Uh, But just at the moment we do think there's a bit of earnings risk in the business. We think over the the next six months or so that some of the uh, the game sequencing that they're cycling um, is going to be a little bit challenging, and also just some costs. There's some higher costs that we think are coming through in the business at the moment, just in relation to the integration, which over time should come out. But you know, there's some investment that's required as the as the business is demerged.
1: As well as running the ruler over those stocks, we've asked the gents to bring along a strong buy, a stock they believe is trading at a discount and offers compelling upside. Hamish, staying with you, what have you got for us?
0: Look, I'd call out Worley. Um, you know, clearly, the company has had uh, a good run in the last 12 months, uh, but we think it's coming off a low base, and we think there is still a long runway of growth. Um, so, Worley historically has been a uh, in the hydrocarbons um, space. Um, uh, it's the biggest or largest um, uh, engineering consultant globally. Uh, employs about 40,000 people. And um, the company is pivoting towards sustainability. Um, And so over the next two or three years, by 2026, the company is suggesting that that 75% of their earnings will come from work in the sustainability and energy transition area. So areas like battery metals, um, wind, um, and uh, hydrogen and these types of things. We think that that growth is real, um, we think that they've got pricing power in the current environment and we also think that the government policy backdrop is very favourable. So things like the Inflation Reduction Act, in the US uh, and initiatives here uh, are encouraging companies to invest in this space, which is then engaging Wally to do you know, various services for them. So we see double digit growth for this business, earnings growth for this business over probably the next five, six years and um, you know, trading on sort of 15 times, we think the company uh, could re- re-rate to sort of, sort of 18, 19 times, um, hence a buy.
2: Reese, last but not least, what have you got for us? A, a stock that you think has compelling upside? Uh, for us, it's Flight Center. Um, it really has not had the full travel recovery. Um, its key segments are in, um, in corporate and international, and both of those segments have, have yet to fully recover. And what we'd say is that Flight Centre definitely did not waste the crisis. So um, in FY23, um, Australian travel numbers were at about 80% of pre-COVID, but Flight Centre managed to do 120% of the turnover in their corporate segment, because they were winning accounts during the COVID closed period and growing their market share in, in that corporate business. And then in the leisure business that had traditionally been quite hard to fix given their bricks and mortar base, they're running um, at about 80 percent of their um, pre-COVID levels but with half the staff numbers and about half the number of stores so they've really managed to drive efficiency in their business and so um, even though FY23 was, was a much better year, FY24 and 25 is when you'll see the real benefits of that growth in the business that they've managed to achieve and you know compared to a Qantas for example that is way over earning on on ticket prices and lack of capacity as capacity comes back that's really going to help drive that flight center business that wraps
1: up this episode of buy hold sell thanks to Hamish and Reese for taking a part if you enjoyed it make sure to give it a like don't forget to follow our youtube channel because we're adding lots of great content just like this every single
2: week
0: Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis and insights. Register for free online at livewiremarkets.com and you'll discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.